Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It is Monday, and it is decision time for Aaron Rodgers. That's right. Rodgers' watch will be coming to an end very soon, ladies and gentlemen. No, I don't have any inside info. God knows Aaron Rodgers doesn't answer his phone, but uh, he has indicated several times that he does not wish to leave the Packers hanging or make things difficult for them. And I buy him at that. Um, and we all know the new league year begins officially on March 15th. The negotiating window opens a week from today on March 13th. And the Packers need a decision before then. Um, my sense is, and this is total guesswork on my part, but my sense is we'll get an answer earlier this week rather than later. Um, who knows? Maybe we'll get one. Maybe breaking news while we're chatting here live. Um, I doubt it. But regardless, Aaron Rodgers will soon let the world know what his intentions are. And then it gets interesting. And that's the crazy part. We've all been sitting here waiting for Aaron since the basically last game ended, clock hits zero. We all know we got to wait and see what Aaron Rodgers wants to do. And we've been waiting for months. And now we're here. And it's interesting watching kind of the landscape change, even in the last 24 hours. I know we all woke up this morning to the news that Derek Carr had been signed down in New Orleans, basically taking the Jets, obviously, out of the equation. And now I have Packers fans in my mention saying, oh, hooray, the Packers can, you know, get a haul from the New York Jets. Man, I know that Woody Johnson is desperate, and I know he's crazy, but I still maintain that there's not an NFL team that's going to be giving out, quote, a haul for a soon-to-be 40-year-old quarterback coming off one of the worst years of his career about to turn, you know, 40 and going to be going into a situation in a place where he knows absolutely no one. I know they've got his offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett, but um, I don't think it's the slam dunk everyone presumes, including the fact that not, what is the market? We have Mike Silver out there, I believe, overnight with the report, a pretty lengthy report about where the Packers stand. Um, interestingly, somewhere in there, he reported that both the Raiders and 49ers are off the board. So, you know, to quote uh, uh, Elrond in, um, in Fellowship of the Ring, our list of allies grows thin. Uh, there are precious few possibilities left, uh, or seemingly left, that uh, the Packers can deal with in trying to drive up some kind of price or some kind of bidding war for Aaron Rodgers. So uh, lots to play out here this week. I have zero doubt we'll get the news of whatever Aaron Rodgers decides he wants to do. And then there will be whatever fallout comes from that decision. And I still think we're still going to be sitting here probably a week from now at the beginning of the new league year uh, with uh, some kind of resolution, but a lot of, uh, a lot of new questions to answer. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. Hello to everybody in the comments section. So good to see everybody. Brandy's here. Of course she is a stalwart Carry the G Club member, including Michael, a new Carry the G Club member. Michael Burris, thank you so much for the support. Really appreciate it, man. Um, who else we got up in here? We got Mitchell here. Kevin's here. Del Raz, How you doing, man? We got people up on Twitch. Uh, Nobot says he thinks 12 will be back for better or for worse. That's, uh, I don't think that's crazy. I really don't. Uh, Jesse, thank you for the super chat. I'm ready for J-Love. Bring on the Love Meister. <laughs> I feel you. I think a lot of people fall into that uh, side of the ledger, but um, 
how we feel about it really isn't how uh, the Packers are going to drive things, most likely. Jason, thanks for the super chat. Do you think the Jets know something we don't? Ian Rappaport said on Pat's show, they told Carr that Aaron was their first choice. Seems like they are hedging their bets that Aaron's not back. Uh, I think that's a lot of reading between the lines. Um, no, and I, I remember Ian saying that, and I don't think that's untrue. But uh, we also heard a report um, literally, I believe it was yesterday, that Derek Carr was leaning towards signing with the Jets. So things will change quickly, um, day by day. Um, but, you know, I don't think the Jets know something. I think the Jets are hoping. But uh, I suspect uh, they don't know anything, uh, much like the rest of the world. Unless, of course, somebody in the Jets front office is in the inner circle, as Aaron likes to call it. Joe, thanks for the super chat. Which tight end in the draft is your favorite for the Packers? I love Kincaid, and I know there's a lot of buzz around a lot of the other guys at this point, uh, especially after the combine. Uh, a lot of great athletic freaks. Um, but for me, what I I mean, Kincaid catches everything. You talk about a guy who it doesn't even get in incredible separation, although I think he runs good routes. I, just the man catches everything. He's uh He's the new uh, Justin Perillo, only with better athletic pedigree. I mean, he just it's insane. You go watch his tape, and it, like it doesn't matter. If the ball is within his zip code, he is catching the football. I, just, I love that kid. I, I, I get that, like I said, there are more athletic guys in this draft, and they're probably guys with great upside, what have you, but I think Kincaid's the dude. And I don't think they're going to take him at 15. I know... Um, Daniel Jeremiah had a mock to the Packers at 15. I'd be very surprised if that was the pick, uh, but I do love him. Uh, we'll see. Ryan, thanks for the super chat. What if Rodgers doesn't give the Packers a decision by Sunday? If Aaron Rodgers doesn't give the Packers a decision by Sunday, it's going to get real interesting up in here. Um, I mean, he doesn't have to. He's under contract. You know what I mean? Like, he's under contract. He can come back and play. Hell, he could just stay away until he could just go complete incommunicado, not say a word. I know that's impossible to think about because God knows this guy wants to get in front of a microphone more than anybody on earth at this point in his life. Um, but yeah, yeah, I just he could literally just show up for the mandatory minicamp if he wanted. He wouldn't have to communicate anything. I mean, if you really wanted to stick it to him, if you really wanted to cause a ruckus. You could do it. I don't think that's going to happen, but it'd be kind of funny. Godsmack, thanks for the super chat. The worst part about the A-Rod situation is how the fan base is at each other's throats. Mostly it's either you're a Rodgers hater or a Rodgers sympathizer. Whoever's Green Bay's quarterback next year will have my full enthusiastic support. Thank you. I mean, I do think there is a, maybe a, I want to call it silent minority because I think they're a silent majority who are exactly where you're at. Um, I do, I do think most Packers fans are in the boat of, I'll understand whichever way this breaks. I would just like a resolution and then to get ready and get behind whoever's going to be the quarterback, because I understand there's some Rogers fatigue out there. Trust me. I suffer from it for myself, but if he's the quarterback, let's go, let's build a team. Let's go win a championship. It's that simple. You know what I mean? And if it's Jordan love, yeah expectations probably have to be dialed back a bit, but I still want to get behind Jordan Love and go see what he can do and start building something. 
You know what I mean? Like, I understand, again, the, the fatigue thing. And I do think there's a lot of animosity on Twitter because that's what Twitter does. But I think if you can step back and just talk to people in real life, and I know that's a weird thing to say in the year of our Lord, 2023, um, I think most people are where you're at, Godsmack. I really do. Mm, John, thanks for the super chat. Who is your draft class crush for this draft? Last year it was Sky Moore. Who, who are you crushing on this year? Great seeing you at Happy Hour in Indy. Thank you, John. Thanks for coming out. And thanks to everybody who came out for uh, the meetup in Indianapolis during the combine. It was great. Um, yeah, draft crush this year. That's a good good question. Um, probably that kid, the the quarterback from Florida, who will never, ever be in the, the Packers' plans. But uh, you talk about a fun, athletic freak who I think is only going to get better. Um, he He's a good time. Um, but I don't know. Like, as far as, like, realistic Packers prospects – I tell you, man, I was talking about him before. I, I love Kincaid. He, he's he's kind of my guy, which guarantees us that the Packers won't select him. So we'll see. <clears throat> JD, thanks for the super chat. Any way they would trade Rodgers and possibly David and Crosby? I don't want David gone. Uh, well, Crosby is set to be a free agent, so they won't be able to trade him. Uh, but no, the sense I got from, and I think most of us got, talking to Brian at the combine is they are restructuring David and plan on him being their left tackle next year. And for the next several years, um, uh, any way they would, I guess if Rogers demanded it, maybe that's the one way I could possibly see that scenario playing out. I'd even then I would be shocked, but, um, David's going to be back. So I, I would, uh, I would, again, you could knock me over with a feather if they traded him. Uh, Tommy says, 12 is not going anywhere. Legacy means everything. He stays. Let me tell you, man, I'm I'm not dismissing that. I do not doubt it for a second. And I think you've seen or heard from Rodgers throughout the season. I think he still feels that. I think there were a number of times this season where either in his postgame pressers or in his Wednesday availabilities, hell, even on McAfee, where he talked about, you know, yeah, I still want to retire a Packer, but it takes a commitment from both sides. And I do get the sense the longer this thing goes on, the more we hear from Brian and the more I talk to people inside the building, sure feels like the sentiment has changed throughout this past season because of the fact that he signed this deal and then didn't show up for the offseason. And then they struggled on offense, not entirely because of Aaron, but it would have been nice if he had been there throughout the offseason working with these young guys. And then, of course, he injures his thumb and they have the five game losing streak and Things got down bad in Green Bay. And I think the sentiment just turned towards, okay, we're ready to start again. We're just ready to turn the page to something new. And whatever we were going to do with Aaron, we've done it. It's time to move on. The problem is, is that that thinking seemingly has materialized after signing him to this contract where David Dunn and Athletes First bent the Packers over a rail. I mean, they have complete control with that contract. So... You know, it, it's going to be a tricky proposition if Aaron says, I want to come back. And as you're indicating, Tommy, I want to come back and retire a Packer. Hell, he could stick around for two more years. I mean, here's the other thing. They could have Aaron come back and say, yeah, I want to retire a Packer, blah, blah, blah. However you want to do the roster. I know I said I didn't want to rebuild, but you're going to let Big Dog walk. You're going to let Allen walk. Robert's going to walk. I know you're not going to bring Cobb back. I still want to stay a Packer. And the Packers could go, 
that's great. Well, we're trading you anyway. I mean, of course, then he has the threat of retirement. And the fact that that contract is so tough to take on for any team, uh, yeah, it's going to get interesting if that were to come to a head. Jesse, thanks for the super chat. I agree with Godsmack. Aaron Rodgers is the Packers' GOAT, and we were lucky to have him. Also excited to see what love has. Both can be true. It can be true, although I would quibble with Packers' GOAT. The Packers' GOAT is Bart Starr. Don't ever get it twisted. Not that Aaron isn't great, because he is. Adam. Adam Block, can you describe the ruckus? Can you describe the ruckus, sir? I love it when people of my generation are on the chat. It's always good. Uh, Abdul, thanks for the super chat. Hey, Aaron, if Rodgers decides to come back, would you agree seems like he'll get traded? What's the timeline for him being traded, pre- or post-draft? Well, what's interesting is I know, uh, due to the contract, you would love it as a Packers fan if they could do it post-June 1st, but no team is going to want to do that, most likely. Uh, I get the sense that if the most likely, you know, most likely destination is New York with the Jets, and they're going to want him in the building as soon as possible. And I, yeah, I would suspect that would be pre-draft. Uh, it would suck salary cap-wise, but... Uh, that would be my guess. I heard Rogers canceled his Planet Fitness membership in Green Bay. Rogers watch is great, baby. Hey, and shout out to everybody on Twitter who was retweeting and engaging in my tweet from Friday night uh, that Aaron Rodgers was in New York City on Friday evening over the weekend because that is true. Uh, don't put that out there lightly. Uh, I was just kind of having fun because I knew for a fact that he was in New York City and I knew Jets fans would go crazy. He's not here to see the Jets, people. Like, he's under contract with the Packers. He can't go in and talk to the Jets. It's just hilarious. It's just funny to me. But uh, Rogers watch. Good time. Juan, thanks for the Super Chat. Imagine sitting here and talking about J-Lo with a couple of years under his belt. Hindsight is twenty twenty, and good on A-Rod for his two MVPs, but the fans lose. They only lose if uh, Jordan Love is never given a chance. And, yes, I mean, look, two MVPs from Rodgers, uh, you can't take take it away, and they had a legit chance of getting to the Super Bowl both of those years. So I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, what a terrible decision. I will say, however, not with the benefit of hindsight, because I and many other people at the time said, now's the time. The hindsight part is tough when you look at last season, last offseason, and the chance to trade him away. I mean, Packers fans talking about a haul this offseason, they would have had you know somewhat of a realistic chance of getting a haul last year at this time this time not so much tyler thanks for super chat shout out to ted for keeping us know how to move on as fans for helping us know how to move on as fans yeah ted was the goat i love ted thompson r.i.p ed thanks for super chat could not have said anything better about the aaron Rodgers situation prefer love but will support who whatever i mean they're the packers i'm fine if the packers start Jordan Love. I'm fine with the Packers start Aaron Rodgers. You know what I'm not fine with? Being the Bears. You know what I mean? So, hey, shout out, Green Bay Packers. Whatever you end up doing, you got my full support. I can't wait. Let's go kick some ass. And look, I don't want to hear about, oh, you've got green and gold glasses. I love the Packers. This is not a secret. I love being called a homer because it's true. I wear it as a badge of honor. It's armor. It deflects all the bullshit of this world. I love the Green Bay Packers. Guilty as charged. 
What else we got, folks? Menace. Thanks for Super Chat. Goody passing on the Denver deal is looking more and more like a fireable offense. Tried to have his cake and eat it too. Now, long and long term, we are paying the price. I would only caution you uh, on your wordage here, Menace, because that Denver deal, quote unquote, it was never officially made to the Green Bay Packers. We have no idea what Denver would have offered had Aaron been available. And I don't think it would have been exactly what was on offer for Russell Wilson, simply because of their ages and you know various other things. However, could he have gotten a decent amount? Yeah, probably. But look, it's it's a confluence of events that made this past season rough, not just not trading Aaron Rodgers. He did trade Devontae Adams, and he did end up with uh, – some extra kind of talent on the roster that needs to blossom here in year two, especially I wouldn't completely uh, talk about like how it's completely been blown or what, what was your term here? Paying the price. I mean, if paying the price, don't ever forget. What was it? Rogers first, like I can't even remember like 24 starts. I think they won 10 games, 12 games, something like that. It's it's a tough life when you're turning into a, turning the page to a new quarterback, and even the quarterback plays well, which Rodgers did for a lot of that first season as a starter. You know, it's not all puppy dogs and rainbows. So it, it would have been nice to turn the page last year, no question about it. I agree with that sentiment. Uh, Jason, thanks for super chat. Do you think Jordan will ever be our starter? What's your gut instinct? Whether this year, next year, or even two years from now? Yes, I think they love Jordan in the building. Um, I think they really want it to happen this year. But even if it doesn't, I think uh, they'll make it happen next year. Um, but yes, I think Jordan will be the starter eventually. A lot of people asking about Miami in the uh, the chat. Is it possible? Sure. Yeah, I think they. You know, you talk about their commitment to Tua, the worry about the head issue, the trauma, the the concussion issues. Yeah, could they make a move there? I could see it. You talk about an owner who's certainly shown that he's ready to throw shit around. Um, you know, that that's an, that's a spot where absolutely. Could I see someone, especially if it allowed them to not only get Aaron Rodgers, but then hurt the jets in the, in the same kind of in the same uh, transaction. Yeah, I could see it. It's a possibility. Dustin, thanks for the super chat. Have some good whiskey with your name for camp. That's what I'm talking about. Dustin. Don't think I'm going to forget about that. That, that is that is on, my friend. Can't wait. Abdul, thanks again, bud. Could you explain how all the stuff we've done with Jones and other contracts kicking the can down the road, or does it just affect this year's cap? Oh, no. It definitely affects down the road, as you're saying, Abdul. Um, essentially, what they keep doing, and they've done for pretty much every year since the pandemic started, is they're they're using void years, which are dummy years at the end of the contracts, Uh while kind of converting bonus money or salaries into signing bonuses because the signing bonuses can be what's called prorated over the length of a deal. And those void years extend the length of the deal. And essentially, as the years go on, that cap, the cap hits get worse and worse, right? And towards the end of those contracts, oftentimes, not every time, but more often than not, guys are either going to be cut or uh, reach the end of their deal. And if they're cut, they will have what's called dead money uh, that's allocated towards the whatever year they are cut, that year will be, you know, 
will become their their dead money will go onto that year's salary cap. Uh, also, uh, lots not lots of times, but sometimes in those contracts there are um, those void years trigger other dead money. We, we're going to have that this year with Adrian Amos, uh, Robert Tunyon, a couple other guys where. Uh, those deals had uh, voids in them that because the contract wasn't restructured and or extended, now that dead money counts on this year's cap. Um, but those are decisions that were made years ago or throughout the length of those deals. So every year, you know, there are issues that they're having to deal with coming out of the pandemic. What my contention is, is, you know, for all the dooms, kind of doomsday talk, right? Uh, you know, last year it was $22 million worth of dead money was on their cap. Uh, a large chunk of which was Darius Smith. This year, they're hovering around just over $16 million um, with Adrian Amos and all those guys. I, my sense is, my, my thought is, I think what, you know, they're hovering toward, you know, obviously they would like to depress that number as much as possible throughout these next two, three, four years, what have you. Um, but while they're doing that, they will have to take some of their medicine, as Brian talked about this past week at the at the combine last year, was the 17 million they're basically counting towards their cap. While for Zadarius Smith, who was playing on the Vikings next year, they're probably going to be counting like seven million dollars on their cap for Adrian Amos, who will be playing somewhere else. As these years go on, they will be counting less and less of those kind of players who are someplace else on their cap. Hopefully, next year in 2024 the new media rights deals kick in, the cap should expand. And I'm not saying it's going to explode. I've seen a lot of people saying, well, it's going to get insane. Like, I don't think it's going to be this huge jump, like not exponentially so, but it should be enough to kind of offset some of those, to offset some of that pain. But make no mistake about it, they are kicking the can and they are taking their medicine as they go. What they're trying to avoid is having that all back up on them and all hit them at one time. And I think for the most part, they're doing a decent job of that. But we'll see. I think 2024 is a big kind of key there. Because I do think the hope is that the salary cap jumps significantly to help them out. What else we got, folks? What else we got? Ryan, thanks for the Super Chat. I think the NFL should limit the drills of the combine. Injuries suck two months before the draft. I mean, Ryan, yeah, but I mean, so should we hermetically seal all the draft prospects in a room? And not, do not open until they're drafted. I mean, quote Al Pacino in Heat, you could get killed walking your doggy. I mean, guys got to live their life. Guys got to work. They're football players. They got to work out. You know, you're not going to sit there. Your last game as a college athlete, you're not going to sit there and not work out until you get to the draft or even, you know, you're drafted and you're in the team's facility. You got to work out. That's all. They're just doing drills and workout stuff. Man, at some point. You're, you're about to be a professional athlete. You got to work out. Juan, thanks again. In an alternate universe where Mark and Brian checked in with Rodgers before drafting Jordan Love, do you think we'd still be here? Whoo, baby. That's a huge... That, that, that program on Disney+, Plus, the Marvel What If, that's a good What If right there. Um, probably not. That's my best answer to that one. All right, everybody, I got to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and in the event that you are unaware 
for the 13th year in a row. Be sure to be on the lookout on April 3rd for the Cheesehead TV 2023 Pro Football Draft Guide. Available at cheeseheadtv.com for Packers fans, by Packers fans. Hundreds of prospects broken down. Tons of great content each and every year. We put it together for you guys. All the draft nerds out there. April 3rd is the day. Be on the lookout here. Cheesehead TV. Uh, all I can say is people, the people who put this thing together, because God knows I have very minimal input. You guys know I'm not a draft guy, but the people who do this, starting with Al, who basically runs like the entire operation, um, and everybody who works on it, it's an incredible piece of content. We are incredibly proud of it, and we are thrilled to be doing it for the 13th year in a row. So be on the lookout for that, April 3rd. Uh, thanks a lot, everybody. Like I said, hit like, hit subscribe, tell your friends, tell your family, Cheesehead TV. We're devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go. <laughs>